Hello and welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's Churches, the Sermon and the Hymn of the Day for Sunday the 31st of January, the Presentation in the Temple or Candlemas. Dear friends, 40 days ago we celebrated the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now we recall the day on which he was presented in the temple when he was offered to the Father and shown to his people. As a sign of his coming among us, his mother was purified. In their old age, Simeon and Anna recognised him as their Lord. Today, we celebrate both the joy of his coming, looking back to the day of his birth, but turning now also towards the coming days of his passion. Our Gospel reading today is a familiar and wonderful story, the account of the purification of Mary and the presentation of Jesus in the temple. In this season of Epiphany, we read it to remind us that Simeon and Anna were privileged to meet and to recognise their Lord when Mary and Joseph took Jesus to the temple to do for him what the law required. The sacrifice of two turtle doves or two pigeons that Mary and Joseph make was the sacrifice of the poor. The sacrifice for those who were not poor was a lamb. And in the presentation of this child, a lamb was present. He was the lamb. But the time of his offering was not yet. Simeon's prophecy begins with what I see in the manger. For my eyes have seen your salvation, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory to your people Israel. But his prophecy moves on as Simeon speaks to Mary. This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. These are words that turn us towards Lent. Today holds before us the stark contrasts of the story of our salvation, the Messiah who will suffer, the healing, the reconciliation, the salvation that we know will be forged in the rejection and pain of the cross, the Redeemer of the world, who will deal with the suffering of mankind by sharing it himself. But asking God what he is saying to us today, I find myself hearing a call to serious holiness and looking again at Simeon and Anna. Now we just might feel, first of all, a bit put off by the idea of serious holiness. But let's retranslate that as radical holiness or deep-seated or thorough, for example. And remember that the one who was holiness incarnate was regularly criticised for too much partying, having too much fun and mixing with all the wrong people. Simeon and Anna are an example to all of us. I can't help wondering if Jesus walked in here today, would I, would we recognise him? 
And there are times when Jesus knocks on the door of our lives, when he visits unannounced, when he whispers into our thoughts and our dreams. When do we not recognise him? As this story comes to us, there would have been many other babies and their mothers in the temple that day. What drew Simeon and Anna to this one? And there were many other people around, priests and elders of the temple, and as far as we know, they did not recognise the Messiah in their midst. Simeon, though, was righteous and devout and attentive to the Holy Spirit. Anna never left the temple but worshipped day and night, fasting and praying. They prayed in faith, they watched and they waited, and in the end their watching and their waiting was rewarded. They recognised the moment of God's coming to his temple, and they gave a testimony that has spoken through 2,000 years and speaks on. So how can we aspire to holiness? One obvious answer is to keep the commandments, the ten, if you can remember them, or the two. But in Colossians and Philippians, I think Paul fleshes out for us something more about what holy living looks like. Colossians 3. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed, which is idolatry. As God's chosen people, holy and dearly beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell richly among you, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, through psalms, hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And in Philippians, Paul writes, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice 
and the God of peace will be with you. If we pray, if we put on Christ, if we live in the power of the Holy Spirit, if we love, then I think we will recognise the Lord when he comes. And then, if we talk about Jesus, bring people to Jesus and live Jesus for people to see, others will come to believe and the light to enlighten the Gentiles will truly spread to the ends of the earth. Amen. Let it be so. And so now, our hymn of the day. And at the ending of this Christmas and Epiphany season, we finish with the carol, Joy to the World. Thank you for listening to the sermon. I hope you have a good day and a great week and enjoy the hymn of the day. God bless you. Mm -hmm.